Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time. And I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Hello, beautifuls, and welcome to the Mel and Kel Show. You are joining us this week on episode 196. And if you've already taken a look at the title, practice doesn't make perfect. Thank goodness, because we wouldn't be showing up for 196 podcasts if it relied on perfection. Right, Cal? I can tell you the perfection is slacking on my part right now because I'm drinking a LaCroix. And while you just turned it on a huge burp came up and now a second one. And I'm like covering my mouth and hoping to goodness gracious that my did not pop up, but now I'm telling everyone. So now that they might want to listen to it, but I'm like, I I didn't hear it, but I can always send you back to episode 195 etiquette guide in the 2020. (laughs) That LaCroix, those are sneaky buggers in there with some carbonation. It gets me. I get you. So how are you, Kel? I have had a doozy of a week. I had a fabulous time at our workshop with you. But while in the workshop, my oldest son has been in the hospital. So it was one of those where I'm so excited and want to share with people. But in the same breath, I'm on this roller coaster ride that's taking me down quickly and thinking something's happening to my son. Luckily, it's not anything to do with addiction. It has nothing to do that he relapsed. So if any of you are friends and like going, oh crap, nope, it is something to do with his lung. We actually have talked about that during COVID when his body was going into sepsis. And so he's having some issues with his lung again. And he's been in there now for five days. He just got out, but still has got some obstacles to face. But It's one of those, you know what, you you think everything's going to be perfect. And then I come and tell Mel, Jake's in the hospital and it's, oh my gosh, do you need to leave it? And it's like, nope, we've got this workshop. We've got this. And you know what? I've got things we got to do. So it's one of those, you know what, (laughs) we can practice, but sometimes it's just not always going to be exactly what you want and definitely not perfect. But you know what? I feel like I'm Dory from Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And I'm backstroking now. Like I'm close to being done swimming. Yes, but you are a very strong swimmer because of all the swimming you've been doing. Yeah, but when you look at me, I am like a hot mess with bruises that look like I went to the beach and literally people were like, what happened to you? Because between both of my arms and both of my inner thighs, it looks like someone has attacked me. Like I am a hot mess right now. Which the canoe kind of did. It attacked me. It did attack me. And I had no mace or anything to get away from it. (laughs) 
<laughs> but hey, keep practicing. <laughs> For those of you me. who are wondering, why would a canoe give Kelly the bruises? She truly was practicing how to get back in the canoe, really using that upper body strength. While the canoe's moving. While it's that moving. Because that can happen. It can tip in the middle of a race. She's got to be able to know how to do that and have the strength to do it. No, this is the race. No, it's not that the boat's going to tip. It is the race. You have six people in a boat, but you have a nine man team because it's like from San Diego or Dana Point to Catalina, which is like a 30 mile ride. So like a ride, we're not riding. And as you're paddling, you hop out of the canoe Someone who's fresh and ready hops in the canoe. So they're in the shark infested water, just bobbing up and down, waiting for the canoe to swim by. And as it's going by, you hop in as it's moving. And then another hop in. You just hop in. Yeah. Someone sent me a text today and said, by the way, our coach wants us not to use our legs to get in. They want you to use only upper body. I'm like, okay. I'm freaking old. My upper body strength sucks. I've got to work on things, man. I love it. Hey, keep practicing. No, I've actually, I can tell you right now, I've actually decided I'm not going to do the nine man because I have a surgery planned in August and it's during the time that the races are, and I will be out of commission for three to four weeks. And so for me to kill myself, all the rest of July for races that I won't even partake in. I just don't see the point. No, and somebody else should be taking that spot Correct. and being ready and prepared. Oh, that's news to me. I didn't even realize that. When did you make that decision? This morning. Surprise. Oh. Surprise. <laughs> well, we were together for that whole workshop and you didn't even bring that up. No, it just, <laughs> I just looked everything up and I was like, this is, it's not silly and it bums me out, but as I look at my body every day and see these enormous green and purple bruises, I'm like, "Mm, okay, I'm okay with this. Good. Good. The reason why you didn't bring it up during the workshop now makes total sense, but I have to bring up the workshop since you did bring up the workshop because it was amazing. And to any of our loyal listeners who are in Southern California, we have another one coming up in July 13th and 14th. And that one actually falls on a Thursday and a Friday. The the Old Town Meeting Center, which is what it's called, where we met, was such a fantastic space for us to have room, have all the amenities, walking distance to hot coffee and fresh scones in the morning and great lunch places in the afternoon and maybe even a nice glass of wine in the evening. It really is a fantastic location. And we want to make sure that anybody who's thinking, oh, I really want to get motivated for the fall, you need to attend our next workshop. So for those of you who are new or maybe need a little refresher, This is called the Be a Better Goal Getter, and it's a 90-day, very positive, upbeat, motivating seminar slash workshop. It's very hands-on, so I really like the name of workshop because we do work in there. You leave knowing what your goals are for the next 90 days. So if right now you're like, yeah, I would really like what by the fall? 
right? By the time the fall is rolling around, do you want to lose those 10 pounds? Do you want to have that new job? Do you want to be in a new relationship or have a healthier relationship? What do you want to pay off some debt? Do you want to start a business? What is it? What do you We had someone that wanted once not wanted, they are going to be writing a cookbook, a recipe, like a cook, I guess it's not, not a recipe book, but a cookbook. And that's her goal. And just, it's so personal of what you want to accomplish. There's no, a lot of people think it's weight loss or you think it's just something with your spouse and it's not, it's a personal goal that could be anything that you're like curious. Can I do this? I don't know. If you don't know, let us help you. Like we think you can, and we want to help you with this. I just cannot say enough about what we did. And because we have a bigger area, we can have more people this time. And we just want you to be a part of this. And if it is something that you've been thinking about, especially if you've got kids going off to college this fall, And you're having that moment of what's my purpose now? Like I, you sit here, you guys are talking about goals, but I don't even know what my purpose is. This too will help you answer that. And you know what? Creating a goal is not a hard thing to do, but having a plan that works and having accountability partners and the encouragement that you just can't find the way that we've created it. I know that sounds like we're tooting our own horn, but I guess I am. Like, I'm so proud of There's the horn. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. Reach out. Reach out to us. DM us. Call us. Text us. Email us. Let us know if you're interested. We're actually offering $100 off for friends and family. And all of you are definitely part of our friends and family group. Yes. But to get that special discount code, you're going to have to contact us. We're not just putting it out on the socials. Okay. So let's talk about practice that does not make perfect. I don't know. You've heard this idiom before, right? Practice makes perfect. Yeah. you, I, Kobe and Michael Jordan, all of them talking about how you just put in two days of practice shooting hoops, you're not going to get better, but you got to keep working at it over and over again to, to make it better. But I don't think they use the word perfect. Are you at all curious, like where it all started, Cal? None, not at all. (laughs) Thanks for asking. Move on. on. (laughs) You don't want to know the history of where that little slogan really became popular in the United States. Practice makes perfect. Cause I could tell you a little history. I know you're going to, no matter what I say. So just <laughs> go ahead and say it. Well, we're going to have to go back to the late 1700s. Oh my gosh, Mel. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, go. Oh, okay. I really don't have a lot to say, except for when I looked it up, it mentioned that John Adams Do you know who John Adams was? Yeah, like he's a president from like the beginning, like way at the beginning. I don't know which one, but like he was one of the founding. Is he a founding father? I think he's a founding father. Yeah. Yes. Second president of the United States of America. And he wrote a book. And in that book, he was expressing how things didn't go so well. And he used that terminology. Practice makes perfect. And it actually just became pretty popular at that point. And even today, you'll hear 
sports coaches or music teachers, voice coaches, come on, even parents would be like, practice makes perfect, practice makes perfect. And I feel like people just throw it out there. But I don't know, do you think it's true? If you practice, you can be perfect? I don't know a single person, a single person that's perfect here on earth, (laughs) here on earth. There is not a single person I can think of that is perfect. So no, I do not believe that's true. (laughs) I don't either. I don't either. And a perfect example of this is Kelly and I could not have worked harder to prepare for our second woman's event, which was fantastic, but it was not perfect. Here's one thing I can tell you, Kelly, that frustrated me. As much as we were ready, like we even went and checked out the room ahead of time, made sure that all the tech pieces were in place. It still took us so long to figure out the screen share and it glitched throughout the day. Like our slides would just disappear. It was very frustrating. It wasn't perfect. Yeah, it happened three times. But in those three times, like one time it kept showing a speaker and it would come on for three seconds and then go away and then come on. And it was a really small in the corner, but it annoyed the crap out of me. Like I was like, go away. How do I get rid of you? But I was so scared to touch anything because it was working everything else. And so we were like, don't touch it. Just it's not bothering me. Cal, just let it go. And I'm like, oh, you're okay. (laughs) Those were her exact words. (laughs) Yeah. That was frustrating for sure. For sure. But that's okay. Like my biggest frustration was we had these two beautiful glass dispensers that one was going to be fresh water with cucumber and the other one was going to be a yummy iced tea. And they had a water dispenser, but we were both like, oh, should we use all of their water for this? So I'm like, no, I'll just use the tap water. Okay, Murrieta tap water in Old Town absolutely tastes like poison. It was horrible. And I kept adding more of the iced tea to it, thinking it would make it better. It was disgusting. We ended up throwing both of them out because it. The now we understand why they have a dispenser and we will use that next time. So if you are thinking of coming, know that our tech will be better and we will not use tap water for you. The other thing that was a little frustrating I guess I just didn't realize how many people go to lunch in Old Town Marietta. And a couple of the favorite lunch spots were a bit crowded. A couple of people were a little worried that they weren't be able to get their lunch and back to the place on time. You could just feel that stress, although it never ended up being a problem. Everybody, it worked out fine. But it just seems to be that no matter how much we practice, Kel and I know there will never be a perfect women's event. It's just not something we're even going to try to achieve. Perfection is not our goal. Fantastic is our goal. And that we did. (laughs) I'm in agreement with you on that one. It was good. (laughs) And the thing that we told all of these lovely ladies is that now that they're going to start pursuing their 90 day goals and they are excited, you know, that great motivating piece where you're like, let's go. Like they're on a high. They're like, this was awesome. But we were really honest and we pointed out, hey, It's not going to go perfectly. We're just going to let you know that right now. Yep. (laughs) Don't give up. Don't give up. You're going to, you're going to hit some peaks and you're going to hit some valleys. And this is just part of life in the 50, 50 of this is how it's going to be. Yeah. 
no matter how much you practice, no, how, you know, how great you set up for your week, we all know that life happens and being aware of our thoughts is critical. One of the ones that I thought was really good conversation that we all had as a group was when somebody shared how I feel excited in the moment, but then I have this thought. So when everybody, whenever anybody says that, Kelly and I are like racing over to the easel (laughs) and the big pad of paper. And we're like, wait, you have a thought? And we write it down. (laughs) And the thought was, I've tried this thing for her. It was weight loss before, and I have failed. So in our head, we're like, you've failed a hundred percent of the time. You've never lost a pound. Never, ever. You've probably gained weight every single time because you failed at this. And then, no, that's not it. No, I have lost weight before. So Mel, so you've tried this before and you've actually succeeded before. So it's one of those that, again, those thoughts, they creep up. And it's so sad that we always think of the negative before the positive until you capture it. And so Mel's smiling up there as she's asking questions. And I'm just like, this is good. This is so good. And it is a good practice for anybody listening right now, because if you have a negative thought, especially about maybe attending this workshop, you're like, yeah, I don't know that it would work for me. I don't, I'm not somebody who stays motivated. We would challenge you to take that thought. I'm not someone who stays motivated. And we would have you ask, is that true? Nothing's ever motivated you enough that you saw it to the end. You've never finished something you started in your whole life. I find it hard to believe. And so turn it around. And notice how you feel when you say, I've been motivated before and gotten a lot of things done. It's a very different feeling. Right. So as you're listening to us this week, we want to challenge you to actually try this yourself. Be aware of your thoughts. Because here's the thing, you're not going to be perfect. Kelly and I have been doing this practice for years now. We're still not perfect, but that's not our goal. Our goal is not to master our thoughts and never have a negative thought again. That would be weird. There are times and places for negative thoughts. We have a lot of negative thoughts right now about UCA, UCLA Medical Hospital <laughs> that are very appropriate, but <laughs> it's not about you perfect all your thoughts and you never have a negative thought again. That It's not what it's about. Progress is really the goal. And what practice does, it's not that practice makes perfect. We believe that practice offers progress and progress is an excellent thing. And I was actually sharing a thought that I'm having right now with Kelly. And we thought we'd give this as a little example of how she and I coach one another because I need her. I need her to call me out and help me notice what it is I'm thinking. And then let me decide. She's not telling me don't think that. She's just questioning it. If you've been listening, you know that Greg was laid off on May 31st and we are well into June, at the end of June, and he has not found a new job yet. 
He's had yet. some interviews. Yet. The power yet. of yet. Exactly. And while this is going on, I said to Kelly, you know what, Kyle, it just sucks because Greg's age is a total disadvantage. And all of us, we think as we get older, we have a disadvantage of these millennials and that type of thing. And so I asked her, is it true? You, do you really think that's a disadvantage that he's older? And what was your reply? I was like, ooh, good question. <laughs> and this is often what happens when Kelly and I do this because I'm open to hearing her questions. Some people are shut off. They're like, you know what? I just want to be upset right now. And if that's where I was, if I were like, Kelly, I just need to be upset right now, she would totally respect that and give me space. Yep. But I'm very open and she's very open. We are both so curious about our thoughts. That I was like, oh, wait, that is a great question, Kel. Actually, I'm going to turn it around and think is think that, yes, Greg's age is actually an advantage. Let me find where it's true. And I was like, yeah, actually, it is true. He's been doing this for 16 years. He has a ton of experience. He's the kind of guy that can come in and hit the ground running And I started to come up with all of these other reasons why his age is an advantage. Right. Certainly has more confidence. There was a lot. There was a lot that went with it. Because I think if someone at 60 years old is thinking of a brand new career and they don't have any experience, it may be a big challenge. That might be a big challenge because... A lot of companies want someone like, have you done this before? Have you ever been a part of this? Whereas he's been doing this for years. He knows how to do this job. So for me, it's, oh, wait, I would rather hire someone who knows what they're doing and feels comfortable in their shoes already versus somebody who has never done this before. And so the idea of age in this instance, I think is an advantage and not a disadvantage. So as she's coming up with, wait, he's been in this territory. He knows how to sell. He is fabulous with doctors. All of the things she starts rattling off. And I'm like, so you sound like you're turning this around, Mel. So maybe that thought is not serving you or Greg. Let's look at it a different way. And Here we go through, okay, you know what? Once you have those thoughts of, oh my gosh, he is, he's going to nail this. He's going to, he's going to find the perfect job for him just because he knows what he's doing. Then the feelings start changing. You start feeling better about the job search. You start feeling more confident that, you know what? We're going to be okay. We've got this. It's just finding that job now. It's out there. It's just finding it now. And he's lucky to have you. He really is because he needs that encouragement of he's not the type who sits and thinks about his thoughts until Melissa says, how's that serving you? Do you like that thought? And then he's, okay, let's think about it. (laughs) So I think he is becoming more open. Right. Yeah. Sure. You're 100% correct. When I had the thought, the way I was thinking it, I was feeling discouraged 
And then when we talked about it and I turned it around and you're like, okay, consider all those relationships he's already built, especially if he can get in the same territory where he was, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, all of a sudden I'm like hopeful, encouraged. It's, it's so powerful, friends. It's so powerful. You guys want to be a part of our workshop. You just do. I'm going to tell you, you it's space and it's a very specific window. And I already know you spend so much on everybody else. You need to spend some time on self-care. This is for you. And Kelly and I cannot encourage you enough to show up, sign up. Let's go. Again, the dates are July 13th and 14th. It's a Thursday and a Friday. It is 100% worth your time, your effort, and your commitment. We will do everything else to get the ball rolling. We're like two personal cheerleaders. We're like, we won't have the pom-poms, but we will cheer you on and open doors that maybe have been shut for a little bit too long and get you excited on this new journey with us. Reach out to us. Let us know if you're interested. We cannot wait to share some time with you. But until then, we will see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.